Well, while we were all in uh, at Whispering Pines in Kamloops for the WCAN and the first round of the Canadian Motocross Nationals, we had a fella down at uh, Hangtown racing the second round, did the first and then the second of the AMA Pro Nationals. We got uh, Keelan Meston on the phone. Keelan, buddy, how you doing? Oh, good. And yourself? <laughs> I'm doing well, thanks, man. Thanks. Um, where have we Where have we caught you now? Are you behind the wheel? Where are you? I'm actually, I'm back home now in Calgary. I uh, made it home uh, yesterday evening. Uh, had a pretty long haul from Sacramento there, but uh, made good time. And yeah, just back home trying to get my bearings straight. Oh, what'd you do? Pack up and leave right from the track and start driving like straight through or what? What'd you do? Uh, no, after the race, uh, she just sat down for dinner with uh, my parents. Oh, nice. And yeah, kind of enjoyed enjoyed some good company and and yeah, I didn't really rush out of there. But uh, yeah, the next morning we're we're out of there pretty fast. So yeah. All right. Well, uh, we spoke to you after uh, the first round at Fox Raceway down there in Pala. You stayed down in California. Uh, well, yeah, let, let's let's cover that. What did, what did you do for the week? Where did you go riding? Uh, you know, where were you staying and that kind of stuff before you went up to Sacramento for Hangtown? Uh, yeah, so I was staying at my buddy Chris's house in, in Canyon Lake um, after Palo there. And, uh, yeah, didn't really do too much crazy, just uh, a little bit of cardio and uh, a couple days riding. Went to Elsinore, and it was full stopwatch nationals out there. <laughs> of course. Uh, and then uh, Glen Helen one day as well, and kind of same thing. But uh, yeah, it was a pretty productive week. Tried to uh, uh, capitalize on some some things I picked up on from the weekend at Power, and, and and tried to implement what I could to hopefully have a more successful weekend at Hangout. Hey, I got a question for you. Now, I know you and Sean Moffenbeyer have, you know, done your time down there in California, staying in a house together and stuff. But going back, like, as I say, you're a young kid turning pro. Do you enjoy that, uh, the rat race kind of thing of the California scene? Or would you go somewhere else? Like, looking back, what would you do if you were a new pro? Where would you go? Uh, it, that's, a, that's a tough question because I think it really, like... I don't know. Like I've I've had a lot of different experiences now as far as that uh, off season grind and and I think each one kind of I guess offered me something that I could apply to my overall program down the road and uh, I think what I enjoyed about California over the years was that it offered something away from dirt bikes where like you you go down there and you get some pretty good training in and. And uh, obviously, they're public tracks, and uh, those have their pros and cons. But uh, I think it was nice on the weekends where you could get away and go to the beach and, and kind of like reset, where you had fresh batteries for for the next week, kind of thing. Um, at least, and that's just what worked for me. Like I, I just I needed to have something a little bit away from from uh, motorcycles, and but I've also done the like the private facility thing where you go and that's just all it is and 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 all you all you see and hear is, is their bikes and, <laughs> and that and that's that's good in a sense as well where you like you stay focused and you put your head down and and you grind through those those boot camps and and get your work done um but it, it's 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 also not easy in that sense where you're you're that's just all you're doing so for i think for that at least for those uh, those uh, training facilities, you, you for sure have to 
be all in and 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 love dirt bikes or or love the love the grind so right maybe as a young yeah. kid as a young kid where you're not maybe i don't want to say burnt out but you know what i mean you're still like uh, still okay to be that focused those, those things are good but as you get a bit older you do need to mix things in a bit just to stay uh well keep enjoying it right yeah because i i think like i i know for myself at at a kind of in my later teenage years and, and early 20s like that's when I really started uh, like the full on just like hammer down training like every day and, and I really learned to love it and uh, like I've always loved uh, just the, the suffering aspect of of training and just seeing how far I can push my body and, and push others too to, to the point where we we break down and can't go any further and but it also comes to a point where you, <laughs> you kind of stop loving it too it's just it's uh so yeah it, i don't know it's uh I, I don't know what the right answer is for, yeah. for a young pro coming up and and, and wh- what the right way of training is but i think it it can also be a day-to-day thing and a week-to-week thing and a month-to-month and year-to-year where you kind of assess and see see what's working and maybe what you should pull out and and or put in or re-implement uh, some things that you once did and maybe worked and you had stopped so yeah I, I don't know I think it's kind of a, a little bit of a moving target maybe right right okay well cool man well well let's talk about uh Hangtown now up there in Sacramento what uh what kind of weather did you have going into it uh, how hot was it I mean we've all looked I mean I was so obviously glued to Whispering Pines here on the Sunday and then the Saturday with the W can of stuff. Didn't have a whole lot of time to check it out, but uh, tell us what it was like. How was the weather? How was the track? It, it was actually, honestly, it was just like Pala, like really mild, not too hot, uh, overcast. It had like a little bit of humidity where it was like felt a little muggy. And so there was some heat in the air. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was, perfect conditions for racing and the track prep was great uh yeah couldn't say a bad thing about it honestly okay cool now going in uh, like you said you know learning through the week and obviously doing the first round you had that uh you know you're riding well in the first moto but had a couple tip overs and stuff like that and falls but uh so heading in uh, you know you got out your first free practice Tell, take us through practice and qualifying how did how did it go and did you make changes how was it all uh, yeah, so uh, practice, I felt like a little bit of a fish out of water, um, <laughs> just kind of uh, relearning the flow of that track, like I've only ridden it maybe a handful of times, and, and so I was just learning uh, where my points are to push and maybe back off, and so I was a little off in uh, free practice, but I was feeling like aggressive and, and felt like I was kind of like picking up steam quick and uh and then in uh the second uh practice yeah i was just i was really gelling uh flowing with the track even did that big sketchy rhythm uh rhythm section that they put in and felt pretty good about that and and uh like on paper at least my position qualifying time wasn't great but i was like bunched in with maybe like 10 or so guys that were all within like uh, a one second range of each other and I even like in the second one I dropped my time uh, quite a bit whereas guys from uh, the first practice that had their fast times they all slowed down in the second one so um, yeah I, I felt really good in, in the second practice and was feeling 
pretty good about the day. Okay. Now, where did you qualify? I think I qualified 28. Okay. That's, that's, that's going to be a busy number for the day, I think, in our conversation here, isn't it? But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's, go, let's go through the motos, man. Take us through the first moto. How'd it go? Who were you battling? How'd everything go for you? How'd you feel? Uh, yeah, so that's kind of where my day started to take a turn. <laughs> oh. um, uh, like first moto, uh, I actually, ha- I thought I had a great start. It was like I was, I was buried uh, pretty deep, but like I was for sure top 20 range. Like I could see, I believe it was Sexton that got the whole shot and I could, I could see him come around the turn like he was there you know so I was, right. I was up there and uh and then a few corners later uh uh welton and i were kind of beside each other and there was just like guys going down left right and center um because the track was just so rutted and people were cross riding or high siding and uh like i dodged freddie norn at one point and then benny gloss and then uh marshall got a little squirrely at the top of that kind of hip jump at the top of the hill and and cross rutted and and I tried to avoid him but his back tire like kicked out and it caught my uh, gear shifter and oh. just ripped the whole thing off right off the shift shaft oh. and so like I didn't even have something where I could bend down and like shift gears with my hand and so I was stuck in I believe fourth gear that's <laughs> tough um, on a clutch. Honestly, the bike the bike is still <laughs> stuck in gear right now, so I can text you later and let you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I was I was stuck in a really tall gear, and I kind of like took a lap to like kind of assess like what the hell I was doing because it was really difficult to get around the track. And I was like, well, I'm I'm here, so I'm gonna go for it. And so I think at that point I was probably way back and and started trying to ride the best I could and and I'm not really sure how many laps I put down maybe like seven or eight but uh I was just yeah having to clutch clutch the bike pretty hard to to keep up momentum and, and get through rhythms and there was like yeah the one one rhythm section I could like barely get through it the, the bike was lugging so bad and All right and um yeah it just got to the point where the bike was so bloody hot that uh that i wasn't even getting like proper or like getting clutch engagement and i was just slipping and and then i I just clued in i was like well like i better get back to the truck so i can like get things ready for the second moto so i ripped back uh grabbed my mechanic and picked him up and then we ran to the truck and just tried our best to uh prep prep a bike for for the second moto Oh, okay. So what? So you? It was a it was a DNF, or they just give? Well, I guess you a high number. What did they? What did you get? Uh yeah, it was it was a DNF, and it gave me I think thirty eight gate pick for the uh, second motor. Well, that sucks. Yeah, I guess you were being easy on your uh, your mechanic guy because you knew he was gonna have to pull it apart and change the clutch at least. <laughs> yeah. Well. Um, so <laughs> that was. Uh, Next problem. So actually, <laughs> Well, yeah, so what we did was uh, just the shift shaft was mangled, so we would have had to change that and change a clutch. And uh, there just there's like barely any time. And I mean, like we probably could have done it, but my first thought was, I was like, well, let's just try and weasel the practice bike in. So before- Oh, oh here we go. Like, <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. 
somebody could shoot me for it or <laughs> cry and complain. But uh, that was my first idea. I was like, well, let's just see if we can get it with the practice plate. And so uh pulled the yeah pulled the plastic or the numbers off the race bike wash it up before anybody can see what we're doing and uh yeah just stashed the race bike in the trailer uh, in the way <laughs> and and made it look like the practice bike was was the the race machine and yeah so took the practice bike out for the second moto that's amazing and yeah so that was my first idea maybe not the right one or or i guess the correct one but uh um, you spend so much money to be there you're gonna do what you can to be on the gate right so yeah all right so (laughs) so you it's funny uh shifter problems were a big deal up here at uh, in canada as well we had a whole bunch of that happen Oh, yeah. Well, I don't doubt it. I mean, like, the ruts look like they're getting pretty deep in the turns. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It cost a few people, absolutely. Okay, so you went out there, you lined up. Obviously, maybe the fact that you had 38th pick, not guys weren't taking too close a look at you, the officials, I mean. So, you got obviously, you got in, and uh, how did that go? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it was another tough moto lined up on the outside, and... um, and I just kind of had the, the screw it mentality that I'm just gonna go balls to the wall and make, make the best of it. And um, had kind of a like a crappy jump, and I got pushed off the track in, in the first turn and went flying through the banners and uh, and uh, mashed my hand on on a on a fence post. Oh. And it seemed like there, there's a lot of people at Hangtown that are having issues with that themselves. So I don't know if you saw that Josh Gilbert crash, but like where he yeah, I did smacks into the yeah into the metal rebar. Yeah. So yeah, so I I uh, clipped my hand on a fence post and got pretty mangled and and whatnot, and uh, obviously enough adrenaline to deal with the pain. Uh, but yeah, just I I came over the line probably dead last and I just tra- I charged as hard as I could I think I made it up somewhere in the mid 20 range and, um, and yeah I'm not really sure how far I made it up but uh, I ended up getting lapped and by that time I'm trying not to screw with with the leaders and and so there was actually like a big group of us that started like trading positions because they would like at one point I would capitalize on a blue flag and then um, as a leader would go through and I'd make a couple passes on guys and then <laughs> then they would get me back uh, on another blue flag or something like that it was just kind of like a weird lull in a moto and and uh, and at that point I was just like I don't know just it was like I lost my drive because of because I was getting lapped so it was just kind of a bit of a frustrating moto and honestly just a frustrating day and and uh, hindsight I I wish like I'd maybe done some things differently and and maybe uh, sent it a little more but um, at least I get to say that I'm coming home and able to go to another race this weekend so um and and happy that uh i got to go do those rounds so it's it is what it is can't can't be too too frustrated right if you were if you were a younger racer we'd call that a character builder but at this stage in your career that's just a crappy day 
<laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and that's like, I think that's kind of like the hindsight 2020 uh, situation where I'm like, I'm mad at myself because I'm not sending it like I'm a 20 year old and, and like not, like I just, I'm, I'm at the age where I just assess risk and I'm like, eh, you know, I'm not feeling it, I'm not gonna do it. And, uh, and it's like, I, I get frustrated about that, but at the same time, I'm like, it's probably <laughs> the smart thing to do. Like I'm, you know, I'm, it's just, I'm, my racing's at, at a different stage and I'm not, uh, yeah, I don't know, not, uh, it's, it's, there's some things that just aren't worth it anymore. And it really, <laughs> that's a hard pill to swallow and a hard thing to say because I'm like I just in the back of my mind I want to just like be full of fire and fury but uh, yeah so I don't know <laughs> well, uh, I think you just summed up why we don't see 35, 40, 45 year olds winning uh, outdoor motocross championships it's just uh, hits people at different times and it's just uh, yeah you just don't keep it just changes yeah. but uh, well that's good you made it through safe how is your hand now like uh, are you okay for hanging out of the bars this weekend Yep, it's it's good. It's still a little swollen, but some uh, it's it's coming down. It's just uh, basically some scabs on it now. It, uh, but yeah, I got I got full strength. It's just uh, it's just a little puffy. That's all. So no X-ray. You don't even want to know if anything's broken or what? No, no. It's uh, I, I know it's not broken. Oh, okay. I, I can make it fixed. So it just uh, was kind of full day there. Is pretty tender and, and sore. But um, yeah, no, I'll uh, I'll be good. Okay, so you're officially 38-28 for 34th overall, and it's funny that you ended up with uh, Marshall Welton again. You guys couldn't stay away from each other down there. Yeah, honestly, like I I feel like we probably would have been a pretty good uh, uh, match for each other, but uh, he was just he, he was he was on it, and uh, he really stepped it up at Hangtown and and I was pretty stoked for him actually because he was like right there in the mix with a lot of those top dogs and and uh, he was riding well and yeah I I think if uh, like maybe if uh, that shifter didn't bust off him and I probably would have had some fun man that's too bad yeah because he's 16-15 he's he grabbed 15th overall man yeah he's up in he was in the mix yeah yeah no he had a killer weekend for sure alright well hey um this weekend we just had uh, obviously cam loops and every every interview we did we talked about okay so now we have a week heading into drum heller what are you expecting for drum heller and just about everybody said i don't know man you're gonna have to ask keelan <laughs> yeah. what's uh, uh yeah. what are we thinking so i guess it could be either perfect it could be a mutter or it could be dry baked concrete are those our three options yeah those are our three options but at this point in time we've been getting a ton of rain and uh, I know it's pretty wet out there right now. So I think with that moisture getting in deep, we should hopefully have a terrific weekend. Nice. Okay. All right. Yeah. So the 170s come off, the 10s go back on, and we're going to have you for this is your one round that you're doing right now anyway, right? You're not going uh, to Manitoba? Yeah. No, I'll, uh, I'll go to Manitoba. As oh, well. Okay. Good, good. All right. Yeah. All right. Now, do you feel going into this one, I don't want to say added pressure, but do you feel you have a nice advantage or you think guys will pick up this track pretty quickly and it'll be business as usual? What uh, What are your thoughts going into this weekend? Uh, yeah, I was actually, like, I was talking to Moff last night about it a little bit, and uh, it's not, like, it won't be a difficult track to figure out. Um, right. 
I, I think the big separation will be dependent on how the track shapes up. Like, uh, if it gets like dry and baked, that's maybe where like I'm, I'm comfortable, a little bit more comfortable than others. Uh, but uh, no, not really any pressure. Like, obviously, I want to do good, and and um, I'd be aiming to get on the box. Uh, for a moto or all three whatever I don't know but like that's my goal is to be be up there and, and be in the mix and be uh, rubbing elbows with with all the boys so uh, yeah it uh, it uh, should be fun right well we got the three shorter motos and your starts were pretty good last year I know I've got some photos with you up at the front so uh, you gotta be looking forward to that and I'm guessing this will be of all the tracks that we'd hit this well certainly this year I mean you used to be helped out by the Dorva MX guys and stuff so you gotta be looking for some uh, local local support and fan uh, fan support huh yeah I should hopefully have a few few friends out there um but uh yeah talking about the starts that's uh it, you know, that's probably what I've been beating myself up the most about is uh, these past two races, my starts have been like, or at least my first lap has been absolutely brutal. So uh, I'll be trying to work on that this week and <laughs> uh, rebound and, and hopefully uh, have some uh, better first starts to the moto uh, the motos this weekend. Well, it's good, too, because some of the guys uh, rode by themselves last weekend, so it would be good to see you get thrown in the mix there and kind of uh, close up some of those gaps. And, hey, you mentioned uh, Moff. How, how's, how's your buddy Moff doing now? Uh, it sounds like he's doing all right. He's in good spirits. And, uh, yeah, he said once his shoulder is popped back in, it was like there is – it wasn't a problem at all, just uh, a little weak. And, but it uh, sounds like he's kind of all, all – fixed up for the weekend and, and be ready to go for drum out. Oh, that's good to hear because it looked like from where I, I mean I just kind of turned and fired my camera as I'm oh my as a really violent uh, high side he did and then uh, it looked even like his left wrist was bad and I mean it was, we were all a little bit nervous there but uh, glad to hear I mean a dislocation isn't great but uh, pops in and apparently from what I hear the uh, pain basically goes away instantly as soon as it's back in so anyway yeah yeah yeah, I, I don't know much about uh, shoulder injuries, but that's kind of what he said was uh, once it was back in, he was good to go. So, uh, right. it uh, yeah, he should be there in the mix this weekend as well. Oh, that's good news, man. Yeah, because he was certainly in the mix last week. Him and Tyler were great going at it, so hopefully we can throw your name in there too, get uh, get you in there for that. Well, all right, Keelan, yeah. so you're, you're, in, uh, you're in Calgary. You're back home. What's it, like an hour and a half to Drumheller for you or something like that? Yeah, just just over an hour. Just over an hour. Okay, good, good. All right. Well, so what do you do this week? I mean, I know you uh, family business. You working away, or are you uh, full focus on the next two rounds? Uh, it'll be a bit of both. So <laughs> I'll try and get some get some riding in, and and then uh, yeah, I got quite a bit of work to catch up on my little uh, hiatus there down to California. So yeah, just get back in the swing of things, and uh, yeah, and get ready for a great weekend of some more racing. All right, Keelan. Well, again, I appreciate you. Uh, wait, what do you do after Manitoba? What's your, what's your schedule? we got the next two weekends figured out. Then what? Oh, uh, I'll probably start working on my dad bod and <laughs> that summer life. <laughs> Going to the lake. Oh, awesome cattle. Oh, I'm not too sure. We'll see. All right, all right. We'll bug you, we'll bug you when that, put that, those dates come up closer for sure. Yeah, cool. <laughs> all right, Keelan. Well, hey, man, uh, congrats on, you know, we're all thrilled up here north of the border when uh, – 
when one of our guys goes down and you know gives it a shot it's cool that you did so congratulations on doing that again and uh, hey, do you want to thank some people that uh, helped you there and that are going to help you in the future a couple of rounds what uh, thanks some people there Keelan helping you out yep yep for sure the the Carlson family uh, Blackfoot and direct suspension uh, all the Dorva boys and drum Heller equipment arms app uh, 100% in the new FXR Seco seat cover and uh, Hat Automotive and then yeah my buddy Sam for taking along for the trip and helping wrench on my bike he did a great job as well as uh, uh, my mom and dad for just kind of being there with me it was awesome nice nice I'm sure you made his day when you said you're just going to ride the practice bike so that's uh, so that's good for him <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, try to keep it easy. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, uh, we're just a couple of ways away, and we'll see you in, uh, see you in Drumheller. Thanks a lot for uh, taking us through your race. Yeah, you bet. Thanks for the call, Bill. I appreciate it. Okay, see you, man. Thanks. Bye-bye. Right, bye.